Episode 6, Naptime Problem Solved, Part 2. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pre-K Teacher Family. This is a podcast for all things Pre-K Teacher, behavior management strategies, time-saving tips, advice from teachers, and high-quality resources. If you need it, we're talking about it. Okay, so today is part two of Naptime Problems Solved. This is how you keep them on their mats. If you haven't listened to part one, go back. It's a short episode, but you got to hear the first part and then come back and press play here because I'm going to give you the rest of it right now. So in the last episode, I told you how to set the stage. I gave you specific things to do in your classroom so that your students will come in and feel calm and cozy and be ready to actually sleep. Woohoo! Today we're going to keep going and I'm going to tell you how you're going to keep them on their mats. No more bribing, no more threatening, no more losing your mind because you have kids crawling all over the room, messing with stuff on the shelves. No more. None of that. The way that you keep them on their mats is that you have a chat with them and you explain how it's all going to work. You're going to say to them, look, guys, I know that you don't want to lay on your mat. And you know what? I don't want you to lay on your mat for a long time either. And they'll be so surprised by this. And then you'll explain to them, here's the plan. From now on, you're going to be able to get off your mats and work on different activities or go to centers or whatever you want it to be. As long as you stay still nice and quiet on your mat for the first 20 minutes, then you're gonna get to get up. Doesn't that sound good? And they're mainly gonna hear the first part. You're gonna be able to get off your mats and they're gonna be so excited about that. Now they have something to look forward to. So then you go back and explain the specifics. You're going to tell them what they have to do in order to be able to get off of their mat. Before, all they knew was, I have to lay there forever and I hate this. But now, you're putting an end in sight. All you really want is for them to lay quietly for 20 or 30 minutes. Because they need to rest and you need to get some things done. So by putting an end in sight, you're changing the way that they feel about nap time. You are removing the negative feelings around it. They don't feel like, oh, she's forcing us to lay on our mats. I hate this. Now they feel like, oh, wait, she's on our team. She wants us to be able to do fun things. So here's what happens. They feel differently about the whole thing. Now they feel like if I lay there for a little bit, I can get up. And this feels manageable to them. So much so that they will be able to relax. And the magic part, dun 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 most of them will now fall asleep. And they don't have the worry and the panic that they had before. They're not working against you on the nap time mission anymore. You guys are working together. They're going to lay down and relax. And I'm telling you, most of your kids will fall asleep in those first 20 minutes. And now you're probably like, what's about to happen here? They all just get up off their mats after 20 minutes? (laughs) No, I'll walk you through it right now. And I'm telling you, once we've flipped the way that they feel about nap time, You're going to love the way that this unfolds. So you're in charge of the time, whether it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes. You decide when enough time has passed by to start getting kids up. 
But remember, by this time, most of them will have fallen asleep. So you'll have maybe three or four kids that are awake on their mats and you can decide when the time is right to start getting them up. And this is something that I go into way more detail about in my course that I created for you, the Calm Classroom course. But I'm gonna try to give you the Cliff Notes version here. So you're gonna be raising the bar, holding them to a higher level and working together with them to get, to get them there. You're gonna present them with fun things that they'll get to do once they show you that they are ready for them. You're gonna motivate them to use materials correctly and show you how great they can listen so that they can do all of the fun stuff. They don't wanna miss out on the cool things that you're gonna to introduce to them. And in the case of nap time, they do not want to stay on their mats. They want to be on your team. Team, get me off my mat, Woohoo! You're giving them the option of getting off their mat early which is something that they desperately want. So you're gonna present them with this special thing that they want and you make it clear to them what they have to do to earn it. So they have to lay quietly on their mats, not talking to anyone around them, not touching anything on the shelves. And those first few days especially, you're gonna to wanna to go around for those first five or 10 minutes and be kind of dramatic about how you're noticing what each child is doing and you're gonna give them praise and attention because they're naturally gonna seek that out so we're gonna give it to them. And once you do that the first few times, you won't have to do it so much anymore. But those first few days you wanna walk around and let them feel your eyes on them, wink at them, give them a thumbs up, give them feedback about what they're doing so that they can feel assured as they're laying there, I'm doing great. And they're thinking to themselves about how excited they're gonna to be to get off their mats in a minute. So they'll see you coming around and they know she's monitoring us. She's gonna let the kids who have been laying on their mats nicely get up in a little bit. And I cannot wait to get off my mat in a minute so they feel calm and at peace. And they might be a little excited for that first 10 minutes, but then the next 10 or 15 minutes that go by, they're gonna start to feel sleepy because they're relaxed and they're calm and then they fall asleep. And you have time to get your stuff done. Here's a quick word from our sponsor, and then we're gonna talk about exactly what it looks like when it's time to get them off of their mats. Okay, I know that you are spending too much money on everything for your classroom. I'm always trying to find ways to help you save money, but I don't have a lot of ideas for this one because I always spend too much of my own money too. The struggle is real, but finally, I have something to tell you about that will actually save you money. Creative Fabrica. We need teaching resources. They are gonna give you access to 11,000 printable teaching resources. And it's usually $69.99. But right now they're running a special on their teacher club card, which gives you access for the whole year for just $2.99. I tried to ask them, how long is this deal gonna be running? And they don't even have an end date yet. So get locked in right now, don't miss out. This deal could literally be gone anytime. Spend the $2.99 and you can get in there and print resources every week to easily have stuff ready to go in your classroom. And it's not gonna be $69, it's only $3. Do it, get in there right now. Creative Fabrica, there will be a link in the show notes. Okay, I know you're wondering what's gonna happen after this 20 minutes is up and it's time to get the kids off their mats. Here's how it's gonna go. So 
You decide when it's time. And remember, you've been keeping an eye on them, so you're going to know all the kids who have been doing a great job. And only about four of them are awake now, but you know that they did what they needed to do and they've earned the special privilege of getting up early. And that's important because once they earn the special thing, they aren't going to let misbehavior get in the way of them getting that thing. They aren't going to start messing around once they get off their mats because they know that's going to cause them to lose this special privilege that they just earned. And this is big. You're going to be introducing it in a way that says, I'm on your side. I want you to be able to do the special things. And I know that you're going to do great instead of, If you do that, I'm going to take things away. Do you see the difference there? So if you have one or two kids that act like they don't care and they don't want to get off their mats and they just mess around, then you need to go back to the point that I just made and you need to do some work with I'm on your side. I have fun things for you to do. I want you to be able to do them. You're good at a lot of things and we're going to have so much fun together. And again, my course is there if you need more help on exactly how to make that more clear with students. So this is a shorter version of it, but you just need your kids to feel like you're on their side. You want them to do the fun stuff and that you're genuinely there to do what's good for them. You're not working against them and there's more to it, but for now, that should be enough for you to realize that if your kids aren't jumping on this train with you, it's there that the problems are laying. So you have to go back and make sure that you make it clear to them, we're on the same team. I would love for you to be able to get up and do this activity. So you're always gonna be building them up because you don't wanna take things away. You want them to be great listeners and follow directions so that you can let them get to do all the fun stuff, so that you can let them off their mats during rest time without disturbing kids who are sleeping. You want to be able to let them work quietly with a partner on a puzzle while you finish your work and other kids are sleeping. So you set them up for success with whatever the task is. So you have to decide, what am I gonna let them do when they get up early? So here's what I did. I would go over to each individual kid and I would help slide their sheet off of their mat and then they would put it into their nap time bag, which would just be tucked under their mat while they were sleeping. And then I would carry their mat to the hallway to be cleaned and stacked back on the mat holder thing. And they would take their rest time bag with all of their nap time stuff to their coat hook and hang it up. And then I could sort of stagger how I would get them up. So I would walk over quietly to one of the kids that's been laying nicely. I would pull their sheet off. They would tuck it into their bag. They would put all their nap time stuff into their bag and take it to their hook. Then they would come and wash their hands and sit quietly at the table to eat snack, which I would have already set up before I got any of the kids up. The snack would be at the tables ready for all of the kids as they wake up. And that's just a good, easy first step for them to do quietly because they're eating and you can control the seating if you have to. Um, You know, you can have placemats or whatever to show them where to sit. So snack is a good first thing for them to do. And then I would usually let them go to a center that's quiet and not near kids who are sleeping. So you'll get to know which kids are your sleepers And you can be strategic where you put their mats as opposed to the kids who you know are going to lay quietly for that 20 or 30 minutes and then they're going to be ready to get up and play. But really, the kids that you get up that get to do the special whatever activities, they can be near kids who are sleeping because they're going to be quiet. They're going to be superstars because they're getting to do the special thing that they've been laying there waiting to do. They're getting to sit and play with magnetiles or dolls or whatever it is. And it's going to be so much fun And we've made it clear to them, I'm so glad that you get to get up and play. I know that you're going to be very quiet 
And it's just all positive, building them up, preparing them to be awesome at whatever it is that you're having them do. And let me just take a second to assure you that kids can be as quiet as you need them to be. This doesn't have to be something where, oh man, they're getting noisy over there. It's like your kids can be quiet as a mouse. And you look at them and you're like, yes, this is awesome. You did such a nice job tiptoeing quietly so that no one could hear you. I know that you're going to be able to get off your mat every single day because you're such a superstar. So building them up, making them successful. And then I would have different lights around my room that I could turn on and kids could start to work, you know, in an area that, um, because in my room it's, it's dark during rest time. So I don't just turn on all the lights at one time and say nap time is over. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. You keep it calm by staggering how you wake them up and just turning on lights one at a time as kids are ready to start an activity in a different area. And then you can front load the activities to set them up for success. You can have them sit and listen to a book on tape. That's something that they won't make much noise with. Or you can have them sit and work on an iPad for a small amount of time. Or you can have them play by themselves with a quiet activity that they don't need any help from you to do. And you'll find that there's lots of fun stuff for them to do during this time. Maybe you start out super simple with a stack of coloring pages and they all just sit right at the table with you. You know, you just have three kids sitting there coloring nicely while you're getting a few things done at the head of the table. And you can even make it fun by using some silent signals, uh, teaching them some hand signals like, pointing at your friend's paper and giving them a thumbs up. That's a nice way to say, I love what you're doing there with your work without making any noise. Or you could teach them hand signals like if they need a drink of water. They love to learn these little signals. Any ways that you can throw in fun little twists like that are very motivating for kids. They want to be a part of this cool little group that gets to get up early and they think it's cool that they have special hand signals instead of talking because it's so important that we're quiet during this time and just try to make it fun. Make the expectations fun. So think about how you can teach them little things that will make them more successful. What little tricks can you show them? Because kids love these kinds of tricks. They eat this stuff up. And then most of my kids that would sleep, they would sleep almost that full hour. Once they fall asleep, they're just tired. So I would go around and start waking them up one by one In the same way that I did the other kids, I pull off their sheet and I take their mat and then they would put their sheet and pillow and any other naptime things that they have into their naptime bag. And then they would hang it on their hook, wash their hands for snack. And it's just a nice feeling to have a bunch of sleepy kids quietly eating snack because they're just waking up from the great nap that they had and they're ready for this afternoon. A lot of it is just flipping the whole naptime feel. Make it a positive thing change the way that they look at it so they stop working against you. Because once you guys can work together, it's going to have a whole different feel. And I don't want to overwhelm you with too much information, but I want to share one other brilliant way that you can motivate your kids. So I started using back rubbing coupons. So this coupon was something that kids could earn when they fill their sticker charts. And a back rubbing coupon is one of the options that they could pick. So this meant that they could stay up off of their mat for five minutes and rub another child's back, which sounds like nothing, but it is such a big deal for them. One or two kids might've said that they were gonna cash in their back rubbing coupons on a certain day. And that means that we all come in and lay down and those two kids get to stay up off their mat. Oh my God, what a huge deal this is. They don't wanna lay down right away. 
This feels so special to them. And they're going to get to go sit and help rub another child's back. They're literally helping you put kids to sleep. And it's another thing that I know you're picturing in your mind, like this is going to be a disaster. But no, this is another thing that they're going to do the right way. Because you're going to set them up for success by showing them what back rubbing looks like. It's just a gentle, you just gently make a little circle and tell them, to ask the kids before they start to rub their back, make sure that the kids want to have their back rubbed, and then you just set the rules. You're not talking to them, you're just sitting quietly, and then as they're doing that, you're looking across the room just like, wow, this is so cool, look at you, look at you, you're not even on your mat, this is so special, and they're like, oh my god, this is so special. It. I mean, I feel like if I was just explaining it right now without having seen it in action, I would be like, I don't even know what is special about this but it is such a big deal for kids. So you're trying to motivate your kids to make good choices and earning back rubbing coupons is one awesome way to do that. It's something special that they can earn. I'll show you exactly how to do it my way in the Calm Classroom course, but you could sort of take it and make it your own and okay, you're cashing your coupon in today. You get to sit up for five minutes and rub someone's back. It's just sometimes they actually put kids to sleep and you're just like, this is amazing everybody's winning right now. So back rubbing coupons are a fun way to motivate kids to do awesome stuff and to help you put kids to sleep at rest time. They'll do it the right way because it's so special. They don't want to lose the chance to do that. I hope that you found today helpful and fun. If you have any questions for me, reach out on Instagram, send me a DM. Um, make sure to share this podcast with other teacher friends that you have. If you want to know more and get the full entire scoop, you got to sign up for my course. It's called The Calm Classroom. I would love to talk to you more about it. So if you have questions, reach out. You know I'm always here for you. I'll be back next week. 